and welcome to Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show. My name is Steve Jurek, aka Ace King Offsuit, and tonight I am joined by nobody. So Elon unfortunately had to get caught up in uh, work travel, so he he may be joining us a little later this evening, but I will be your guide this evening. But I am not alone. Um, at least I won't be, uh, because later on in the show, we do have Blue from Anime FGC News to come on. Uh, we'll be talking about a whole bunch of stuff uh, coming out of the anime scenes, uh, the climax reveal, Lab Coat getting banned at CEO, Grand Blue update. We've got a ton more uh, coming out of there. Uh, we've also got an interview later on with DJ Cream, Daryl Bunau, who uh, from Vortex Gallery, the side tournaments that are going to be taking that uh, taking place at Evo 2022. So we've we've got a lot to to discuss tonight. Uh, my plan was to kind of muse for a while on Combo Breaker, and obviously that's the big event that took place this weekend, this past weekend. I was there. I got to see a whole lot of a whole lot of people in the chat, a whole lot of people who I haven't seen in a long time. Uh, I was hoping to spend a good chunk of time uh, sort of gathering my thoughts about that. Uh, but Capcom's like, nah, you, you don't get that opportunity. We, we, we've got other things to do. So I'll try and keep it brief. Um, you know, as I've mentioned, I do have little Ace Jack coming uh, in a few months now. Jeez, it's getting close. Uh, so this is, for the foreseeable future, the last offline event that I will be able to attend. And... What a way to go out. You know, it was absolutely just, it, it, it's indescribable to go so long without experiencing something like that. I actually got a little bit emotional uh, Sunday night coming out of the main hallway, walking through the, the hotel lobby, going up to my room because I walked through. And there is just nothing but this din of energy and the click-clack of buttons. And it was just people having fun, enjoying fighting games everywhere you everywhere you looked. Every corner of the lobby, every hidden nook and cranny. Um, it was just beautiful. And that was something I truly, truly missed. Um but there is one moment that kind of gave me some peace with my decision. And that also happened on Sunday a little earlier. Um, there was this family who was there. I don't know. I didn't catch their names, unfortunately. Uh, but there was a dad there and they had their little toddler look to be about two or so. And... During one of the top eights, they got into some clear space in the middle of the floor. And the little kid would run a few feet away, put his arms out like, so big, and then go tackle daddy. Um, 
just being able to share a moment like that in the community we have and the possibility that someday that might be me, that put me at peace with my decision to step away. Um, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it terribly. Um, there's a lot of you I did get to talk to. There's a lot of you I didn't get a chance to talk to. Um, I, you know, maybe someday it can, I'll be back in the fold and we can do it. But till then, you know, fighting games are something so great. And, um, we saw that this past weekend, um, also worth pointing out, we uh, I'm running a little lower tech as, as, than normal. We have a wonderful program called vMix, which handles all the tr- the uh, transitions, all of the graphics, um, the recap, and being able to do multiple things at once. And we it, we love that program. We have one license for Alon's computer. This is not Alon's computer. So, so I'm on the old setup. Uh, so it is, so those of you who are regular watchers might be a little bit jarring. I do apologize, but, uh, hopefully we put on a good show for you tonight and we're going to start talking about, uh, some of the events, some of the tournaments that took place at combo breaker. We can't possibly get into all of them, but we'll, we'll, we'll cover a few of the biggest ones starting with what went down as the main event guilty gear strive tempest nyc the happiest of happy chaoses getting the win uh over umisho or excuse me he was not all that happy uh umisho your runner-up lost soul and hotashi rounding out the top four you have some international representation too with peppery splash uh, coming up, coming down from Canada. Punk finishing just outside top eight. Impressive weekend for him uh, in Guilty. Moving over to King of Fighters, and it was a Mexican party on the main stage. Three Mexicans in top eight, including two in the grand final. Tamago getting the win over fellow countryman Paco. Arslan Ash. You thought if you thought he was just a Tekken player, oh no, he he's got some KOF in him. He's got some real good KOF in him. Uh, he finished third to round out the podium. Reynold finishing fourth, the highest placing uh, American player. Chris G just outside the top four, picked himself a few top eight medals this weekend. Also just outside. Of, of top eight, tied for thirteenth, our former co-host Donka. I saw him. He, 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 I, I don't remember who he lost to, uh, for in losers, but I know that Arslan Ash sent him to the losers bracket. So, but he had himself a nice weekend. So congratulations to the man who, whose uh, banner is hanging in the best of five rafters. Uh, moving over to the other game that you might know Arslan Ash from, Tekken 7. He is your champion coming over first time ever at Combo Breaker, and he makes the most of it. Uh, a very international top eight. Uh, 
again from Japan in second. Anakin uh, rounding out the top three. And you have Sefi Black coming over from Germany. One of, I believe, 30 European players who made the journey over. Uh, it, there was a strong European presence, especially even once you get out of top eight. Uh, Chikamaru, Fergus, Rukang, Tetsu, uh, Kira Kira. Uh, also, a big weekend for Cuddlecore, uh, who, on top of finishing top eight, was picked up by Counterlogic. Uh, we did mention that uh, during last week's show, but once again, congratulations to her. And congratulations to Team North America, who pulled off the 10-8 win over Europe in that highly touted exhibition. Anakin and Victim of Ritual doing work for the U.S., uh, three wins apiece. Uh, Europe had a couple of heavy hitters as well. Uh, maybe not the ones you'd expect, though. Joka and Gosain each picked up three wins for the European side. There was also an exhibition in Street Fighter, uh, Midwest versus West Coast, and let's be honest, it was the Just a Kid show. Uh, it was looking pretty bleak for the Midwest. They were down 8-5 until Just a Kid ran it all the way back. The happiest I've ever been to lose a pizza bet because Elon just sort of took Midwest from me. Uh, but it was, East Coast did get a little bit of a victory. IDOM coming through to win the the tournament proper Kaba and mono rounding out the podium there once again punk finishing just outside top eight behind players like filipino man shine mena and up to snuff also shout outs to chris cch making top four nice run for him um like i said there were a whole bunch of other tournaments that took place uh i can't go through every single event uh, but you've got the full list of winners there. Chris G, as I mentioned, got himself a couple wins in Marvel 3 and Third Strike. Monarch winning Central Fiction. Scrot Vermillion, your type Lumina uh, champion. Uh, Legendary Pret, who has been on the come up, getting the win in DBFZ. Congratulations to him. Uh, and Pen Pen. Your Skullgirls champion coming all the way over from Japan came up through the loser's bracket to beat Sonic Fox in grand final. Uh, and it was 3-0-3-0. Um, it was arguably the most entertained anyone's ever been by Sonic 06. Eh? That was a terrible joke, and I apologize. Let's kick it back to the recap, shall we? Because we had more action going on. Uh, on the other side of the world, we had uh, the a some A-League action in the Topanga Championship. This is the second-to-last stage. Nine players in, a pair in two groups. The top three from each group qualified directly to the final. The fourth-place finishers in each group uh, face off in a playoff to reach the finale. Uh, Tokido in very strong position, 
sitting on top of the blue league or the blue side of uh, the A League at five and one with just a couple matches to play. Uh, the fight for those other two spots, those other two direct qualification spots, getting kind of tight. Momochi at five and two, uh, but tiebreakers mean that he is definitely not free and clear just yet. You've got Higuchi, Gachikun, and Bonchan, and John Ch- Takeuchi, who can all make plays to get into the top three or even the top four. And then on the other side, it's a little bit clearer. Uh, you've got four players who have separated themselves uh, quite clearly. Pugera at five and one, or excuse me, six and one. Fudo and Kawano at five and one. Daigo at four and two. Uh, those four, in some order, look to be the players who will who will uh, have at least a chance of getting into that finale. Pugera looking very, very strong to get in there directly. Uh, but those other three players fighting for those final two spots. And that is your recap. Whew. And, and I'm running out of time. I don't even get to, I'm not even going to talk all that much about the punk thing. Um, I want to spend a little time on that. I, I feel like he's getting dunked on way too hard. Um, for those of you that don't know punk after uh combo breaker or towards the end of combo breaker tweeted out that he hated the tournament that he was having a bad experience uh he didn't he wasn't planning on coming back people asked him why he he didn't elaborate rick the head to got on twitter say hey love to talk sit down and talk with you about it he said he didn't want to i feel like people are going too hard on him um he is you know he's a top player but he's also a customer if he's if he didn't enjoy the experience, he has every right to voice that opinion. Uh, he does not have an obligation to be the one that fixes the experience for others. Um, I will say this though, um, he's one of the few people who you could argue has to be there. Um, he you know. He's one of the few where this is his job. Um, if he's not, ha- if, if 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 it's an issue with something like equipment or setup or something like that, there is a lot of crossover between uh, the staffing between Combo Breaker and events like CEO or Evo because Evo has crossover with everybody. If you're looking if it's an issue with equipment, like a lot of people thought it was, there's there aren't that many equipment vendors for fighting game tournaments that work on that scale. Combo Breaker, CEO, and Evo all use the same equipment vendor. So if that's the issue, it's probably in his best interest to sit down and hash that out. But, um, but other than that, I, I think people are just going way too hard on that. You know, if if he let him have his experience and, you know, if your experience runs counter to that, which I know a lot of people have, you know, just enjoy what you enjoy. Um, So that's all the time I'm, I'm going to talk about that. We've got a few things to to dig into coming out of Combo Breaker. First off, real quick, them's fighting hurts. Um that game had a pretty big presence at Combo Breaker. 
they were part of the main lineup. Uh, this past weekend, they did announce that the game is actually coming to consoles. That is something that has been in the works for a while, um, and it is finally happening. So look for that this fall. Uh, there's also a season pass which, with, I believe, four characters. They'll be part of that mix. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, also, we had an announcement for the Tekken World Tour, um, which we thought was in the works. Alon went all Detective Alon. Um, you think that's a bit for the show? No, he that is something he just does all the time. Um, but he was right. He, he thought something was going to get announced at Combo Breaker, and it was. Michael Murray came on stage and, in a slightly awkward presentation, unveiled the details of the Tekken World Tour for 2022. Uh, the big takeaways are that there are going to be five offline master events. Uh, the first one will be CEO at the end of the month, followed up by EVO, which will be a Master Prime event, which awards more points. Uh, VS Fighting, Rev Major, and the mix-up rounding out the rest of the offline schedule uh, for points. There's also dojo events, uh, which will be run online. Multiple tiers of those dojo events, so larger, larger ones will be worth more points. The top players from each region will... Uh, will head to regional finals and those depending on which on the region it will maybe four players eight players 16 players um there's a few different formats but effectively top points earners go to an offline regional final the winner of each of those regional finals go to the global final uh there's a few regions middle east uh east asia and oceania where there is no regional final, it's just the top points earner gets to go. Uh, big news uh, in terms of representation, couple new regions. West Africa and North Africa uh, will be represented at the global final, as will Pakistan. Uh, they are their own region, so that is awesome to see. Whew. And I can't even really dig into that more. Because Capcom's like, no, you you gotta talk to us. You gotta you gotta. We've got some more things to discuss. Um, so during this afternoon's state of play, we did get our first look at some uh, Street Fighter Six gameplay. Let's check that out. I really like the, you know, there's a lot of little nods to other Capcom games and Capcom properties there. Uh, you know, Hakan, Metro City, when you there's go a Hagar statue there. It's not like a game. This journey doesn't have a real ending. Okay then, hope you're ready to begin. 
you want to start off on the right foot in this city, hit the streets. Yes, So you, so here's where where things get a little left turn. Because you see, you're about to see Luke walking through the world, climbing ladders, DPing barrels. So, so there appears to be some sort of world exploration level um, aspect to it, which is interesting. I'll get to that in a little bit, but now we got Miss Chun. Thus far, I am I'm not sold on the character designs, but I like the art style that they're going for. If it makes sense. And of course, we actually get gameplay, and there are quite a few interesting things to take away, which we'll dig into in a little bit. armor slash focus attack sort of thing. Got some V-Shift-esque things. Some Harry-esque things. Looks like they're taking aspects from a lot of other Street Fighter uh, games. A lot, lot of stuff from Street Fighter 3, Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5. All coming into one thing. There we got the battle hub here. That they showed off a little bit of. And of course the big thing. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox Series S, Xbox Series X. So the... So the era of... Sony only for Street Fighter 5 or Street Fighter is over. Um, they released a few other bits of information with that as well, including um, a trailer, which I'm not going to have time to play, but there's uh, live commentary, basically. Well, they're, they're uh, branding it as live commentary, but instead of a random fight, you know, announcer commentator. It's an actual FGC event commentator uh, doing the action. The two they revealed were Vicious, uh, obviously English language, and uh, Aru, a.k.a. Papa Tiwawa, the legendary Japanese commentator. So you can have, you have the option of having them uh, commentate your match, which is a nice option to have. Gives you a little different style of immersion uh which is pretty darn cool uh the other so i'll, I'll do this real quick because I'm, I'm running out of time here uh but we if you go to the street fighter website there is um quite a bit here uh in terms of the modes they're talking about 
uh, Fighting Ground, which is which sounds like the main fighting game uh, section, but they also have Battle Hub and World Tour. Battle Hub is, seems to be the home for uh, where you start matches, where you get mit- if there's missions or anything like that. And then there's World Tour, uh, which is what they're calling, quote, an immersive single-player story mode. Now, whether or not you like the specifics of street of this particular decision to go like, you know, open world, beat them up, you know, what have you. I appreciate the fact that they are going for something significant for first player mode, because if you remember the launch of Street Fighter V, say what you will about the fighting game side of things, it was sorely lacking in features, uh, especially for newer players and players who weren't necessarily uh, looking to become pro players or care about that side of, of the equation. There just wasn't that much to do. World Tour, whether it's, you know, whether it's, amazing or not it's something it's it's capcom trying something and i appreciate that um going back to uh going back to the the where i i just lost the page i'm sorry but uh they also dive into some of the uh mechanics that they're talking about as well as control type and we will get more into that this next week uh but they are there there is both a modern and a classic control style modern feels like a you know if you remember stylish mode from marvel 3 you where you know you can you don't have to be as precise there's auto combos uh, a lot of simpler inputs you can you know there is effectively a super move button. So if you do, the example they gave with Ryu is if you press triangle, it's it's a fireball. If you press back and triangle, it's Tatsu. If you press down and triangle, it's a DP. That sort of thing is, yeah. That it, I'm glad it's there, simply because I feel like inputs can be unnecessarily it it, it 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 doesn't it feels like it scares off a lot of people unnecessarily you know it i'm glad that classic is there i'm going to use classic obviously and it feels like classic has some more advantages you'll have access to every move in in the book whereas you know you have light punch and light kick whereas with with modern, you just have light attack. Um, but I, I, I well, like I said, we will get more into that next week because there is a whole lot to dig into. Uh, but I, 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 I have to say I like what I see so far. You know, there, there's obviously things that can go wrong. There's things that might not be implemented well. But I like that they're trying different things. I like that they're going for some. But that they're trying to do something to to bring in newer players without you know without sacrificing what traditional slash 
already established players expect. Um, so, yeah, I like I said, there's just a whole lot to go through or go dive into, and I promise you we will be uh, doing more of that next week. Uh, but we've got some other things to talk about coming out of Combo Breaker, and I need some help. I can't do that alone. So, joining me right here, let me slide. Oh, oh, hold on. I need, there we go. I need the other ones to not. Yeah, sorry about this. So, joining us this evening uh, from Anime FGC News, it is Elvis Mac, a.k.a. Blue for Life. Blue, how are you doing tonight? Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I, <laughs> I, I forgot. So, uh, right before the stream, I was actually hanging out with some friends that I had put to talk on. And I was just like, oh, shoot. I have that still on. <laughs> you, like, I was scared because I was trying to bring up, like, my old, like, Streamlab setup and making sure I had everything set up right. And I thought I screwed up. So, but, but we're good. We're good. We're live. Like, first of all, thank you for coming on. I appreciate, I know you got a lot going on, so I appreciate you spending some time with us. Um, Before we get into it, like, as I mentioned, you're part of Anime FGC News. Were you, were you involved in the creation of that? Or did you, was that, did that exist? Or, and you came on later? Or how'd that come about? So, actually, AFCC News was a, uh, project that was started by Gibbs, also known as Gibby now, on and they just wanted a way to get anime news out to the public in general. And as I really wanted to get more into that project, when they were saying they wanted people to come in to volunteer and help out, then I took the opportunity to come in with a few other people. And just over time, it just devolved more into just the two of us, and then more getting more hands on, getting more in touch. And that's just when it turned into like the last two years, I want to say, that turned into just me making the graphic, making all the different upcoming events for the week, just for anime game specifically. Well, I, what I appreciate is that, you know, sort of like me with the schedules, it felt like there was sort of this neat, this area that was being underserved. And what you and your team have done is sort of stepped up and helped to fill that void. So I appreciate the work you do. Thank you for that. Um, thank you for always keeping us up to date in in the Discord, on Twitter. You know, we, we, we got plenty of love for you over here. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, like, honestly, just so I can go off a little bit of time right before we start with the anime stuff, thank you, a Steve for everything because like I wouldn't have gotten into any of this with the AFCC news or anything with terms of like bringing out news to the anime community if it wasn't for you and your schedule being like oh shoot I gotta find a schedule where do I go for it okay I leave it to Steve he got it (laughs) (laughs) oh man man, I'm I'm just glad I what I do helps people we got a whole lot to talk about man so, what do you want to start with? Let, let's start with uh, 
you know, you you watched you 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 watched Combo Breaker from home. You you were stream Monster General. That's why I have all the monitors in the back. <laughs> of course, you're fully prepared. What like what moments really stood out to you? What do you what did you most enjoy from that weekend? Okay, so. I promised some people that I would talk about it and I would not, and they would yell at me if I didn't, but the Grand Blue tournament, the top eight for Grand Blue was absolutely amazing. Uh, various characters, only two similar characters, which is Sisiox, one of the newest characters in the game, but everybody else plays a very different style in a very different type of way. And that community is so passionate about the game. You can see anytime that it comes onto a Twitch chat, everybody's always there to support. If there's a sale on online, everybody's like, hey, go buy this game. It's on sale, you know, that kind of thing. So being part of that community and watching it grow on the inside really was interesting to me. And plus the top eight was absolutely amazing. Uh, BBC at Blade Blue Central Fishing was really good as well because... We had an international player, Dragon Lord Z, actually come out to Combo Breaker to compete in that event. And Grand Final was him versus Monarch, who is by far right now the strongest Blade Blue Central Fishing player. And it came down to the very last game, and almost the very last round for before Monarch took it. And it was so close that it was such an amazing top eight. And then, before we go into some of the other stuff, just Guilty Gear Strive in general. It was the final game for Combo Breaker. One of the many few games um, times that Guilty Gear Strive will be a final event for some of these majors. And just the top eight, everybody's showing their A game. Hotashi Jeff playing, being the entertainer as usual. Um, Lasso being the entertainer as usual. And just happy chaos, just shooting his way into a, like a top three, top two finish. It's actually one of the funniest things I could think of. Man, I what I really appreciated was like Lost Souls Lost Souls Happy Chaos was definitely, you know, it, it was a lot less keep away than mm-hmm. some of the others we've seen. So, yeah, Umiso definitely played more of a keep away style while Lost Souls more rust now. And that's something I really like about Strive is like even though the characters are more simplistic than, say, like, SR or Plus R, the, you have a way to play with your unique style. If you want to play Rust Down, you can play it with almost any character in the cast. If you want to play Keep Away, you have those options. If you have a Fireball or those options to keep you away, you have that player uniqueness. And not outside maybe Leo, I would say, you can generally play however you like. Alright, I, I, I know you mentioned Grand Blue. Um... Have you had a chance to dive into the patch notes for the update that just got announced? Yes, and I actually had a chance to play it while we were just starting the show. And my initial impressions, and this is purely mine, the community is still trying to figure stuff out about it, is it is very, very interesting. So for those who don't know, uh, this morning, around 6 o'clock in the morning, they had a video to show all the new different types of gameplay uh, mechanics. There were going to be a uh, technical role dash, a technical role shift, and then overdrive. So the technical role um, dash and shift are more, if you want to put it in like a terms of uh, Street Fighter 5 V-shift, where you can dash forward and back, depending on 
and you spend 50 meter to use it. Meanwhile, for the overdrive, you cost all your meter and you get into the power-up state where you don't take chip damage, you do chip damage on normals, and you just overall become more powerful while you have access to your supers at any point. And generally, this has been received more positively in the general uh, fan base because uh, if you ever play Grand Blue L, the only thing that you use Super Meter for at the beginning was just for the Supers themselves. If you had 100 Meter, you're going to do a Super or you're just going to die with it. Now you have more options about, hey, do I want to spend this Meter to get away from like pressure or do I want to cost it all at the chance of making a huge comeback or securing a kill against an opponent and that kind of complexity and depth to the game did not change the characters at all, but gave more idea for players to use against certain characters. Alright, do, do you think uh, I know you said it doesn't change the characters, but do you think there's any character who benefits from having, you know, sort of like that V-Shift-esque ability to, to get out of pressure? I would say the biggest characters that would benefit the most out of this is characters without any kind of invincible reversals other than like using a super. So characters like Matera, Yusis, Cagliostro, characters of that nature, they are able to spend 50 meter to just escape heavy pressure because they don't have a DP. And one of the benefits of using the VCF Swift uh, is that when you do the backdash, you have a little bit of recovery, of course. But for the people who actually have DPs or have invincible moves to get out of these situations, they take a little bit longer. So they balance it in a way so that it's more enticing for the people that have no reversal options to use it. But for the people that do to either use your DP or use your invincible wake up or just take the hit and use that 50 meter to absolutely save yourself. All right. So obviously there's still a lot to be discovered with that oh, yeah. and and how all those matchups play off now that you have the ability to either continue pressure or back out of pressure for meter. Um so that 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 do you think we'll see some significant changes in terms of results or do you think it's still too early to tell? I want to say it's too early to tell. Especially, so the biggest test about it is that CEO, the next major that coming up, will be running this pass. So, so will Evo. And Combo Breaker just finished on the last pass. So currently on the last pass, it with Cagliostro, Sits, Beelzebub. Those characters are still prevalent in this game. They're not changing because of just the sensor mechanics. But it may give rise to other characters who have the chance to shine. Like my character, Eustace. He really get benefit from these changes, and I can see him actually going up a tier or two just because of these changes alone. Will it stay like that when people get used to it? I have no idea. It's just what time will tell. So, so, so we may see more characters at CEO. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely do think we'll see a lot more character variety in Grand Blue. I think that's still a case in right now because Grand Blue has a very very much a dedicated fan base where just because you the top characters are prevalent, that doesn't mean that other characters are not known or not played. Every 
character has some sort of sign to them. It just takes a while for them to show up, I would say. Well, look, I I know that we're going to see more characters at CEO. There is one character that we probably that we definitely will not see at CEO. To the delight of many, to the dismay of some, that is Lab Coat 21 in uh DBFC. Jabali took to Twitter to announce that Lab Coat will be banned for a CEO. What were your thoughts when you saw that come down? Honestly, my first initial thoughts is, wow, they actually did it. <laughs> because at the time, and it, this is how just Jabelli had the worst timing of all time. At the time, we were like, wait, when is that patch that Bandai Namco, we, if you guys don't know, Bandai Namco announced that there were going to be a balance patch for Lab Code 21 at some point, and we were like, is that past note's going to come before CEO, before Evo? When is it going to be? But Zabela made the decision to cut Lab Code 21. And then the day after, Bandai Namco was like, coming out in July. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> like, see, like, it. they said it's coming in July. My question is, is it going to be just after CEO July? Or just before Evo July? Because if it's the latter, that has the ability to shake up everything in terms of who's strong, who's weak, uh, very quickly before the uh, Evo. I want to say it will be after CEO, because they... I would figure Bandai Namco would just want all their characters to show up at Evo, even if they're, like, determined because of Love Coat. Is he still good? Is he still broken? No? Okay, good. <laughs> well, we saw a whole lot of Lab Coat at Combo Breaker. Like I, like, I went through. If you look at Top 24, she was on 19 teams. Like, like Doom in Marvel 3 at EVO 2017, as big of a problem Doom was, he was only on 14 of top 24. Like, I don't think I've seen 19 of 24 on one team, even in Skullgirls. And that's a game that launched with, like, eight characters. And you could run a team of three. And we did not have that this level of penetration with any sort of character. Yeah, for sure. And I told you guys this in the Discord, which you should follow the Best of Me Discord link. Um, but I, on the stream chat, every time that 21 got a debuff in top eight, the Twitch chat counted. By the end of the top eight, it was 77 debuffs. Jeez, 77 command grabs to nerf your damage and buff hers. Yeah, so so those who don't know, can you can you tell us a bit about debuff for those who don't necessarily play DBFC? Why okay. is this move so hated? So, if you don't know, the debuff that Lab Coach 21 has is during 
a command grab. It is a command grab that she has that will do 21 per she will get 21% more damage on you on special moves, which is really good. But the bad part is you will take you will do 21% less damage. Not just on 21, the entire team. And it doesn't stick around, it sticks around for the entire game. So you can have matches last long, not because nobody getting hit. It's that because damage is taking way too long to diss out. Because there is certain teams that people have with Level Code 21, where it's literally, you get the hit, you get a corner combo, you switch in Lab, uh, Lab Code 21, you do a stop, you get a command grab, done. They're already doing less damage on you for the rest of the game. And that right there just makes games longer, it makes games more frustrating for the players, and that's why this ban was very pushed upon by TOs, by Bum especially, by other players, top players especially, definitely wanted this ban. Just the entire community did not want this character to be played in any capacity. Yeah, um, we. I actually took that to Twitter as the question of the day. Um, if Do you agree with CEO's decision to ban Labco 21? Uh, we gave you the option of saying... Yeah, banner, no letter rock, or uh, the alternative that I've seen a few people throw around is don't ban her, but just ban debuff. Um, throwing that option in didn't really matter all that much. 70% of our respondents said banner. Yeah. 25% said keeper, and only 5% or so said uh, just like keep her but ban debuff but yeah like even though debuff is strong she still has a bunch of strong tools she got her uh lariat that just hates some large amount of screens she has good corner carry she has good combos two big damage it's just like the debuff is the icing on the cake of the crap cream pie but, but everything the, but else the cake is, is pretty layered. good <laughs> the cake is already good the cake is already good. And then you wanted to add whipped cream, you wanted to add the sprinkles, and then you wanted to add the cherry on top just to have fun. Damn, now I'm actually hungry. Thank you. <laughs> and he's gone. He disappeared. <laughs> I'm back. Alright. So, a couple other things. At least one other thing I wanted to touch on while I have you on. Um, there was a tournament that was announced in uh, at the end of Melty Top 8. Uh, I don't have the return for you, so you can't so you can't see it, but I'm guessing you've watched the trailer already. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at Climax of Night, the 5th edition. What what does it mean? To the French bread community, because because oftentimes, fr like French bread games are there, they might have a spotlight, but they're not the spotlight. What does it mean to have for for multi players to have a destination like this to say this event is ours? 
it's huge and the thing is it's not even just the destination itself it's the people that's running it uh shinobi ben he is a true fan of milty he's a true fan of undernight he is a true fan of french bread games in general so having somebody like that at the home gives a media trust to that community being like this is my guy this is someone i can put time i can support to my fullest and just as a play for people to play, this gives Melty a major for everybody to go to. This gives Dengeki players, someone that most of the time is a side event, but now it's a main game at a big, ma big major event that is now um, hype up to be. It gives Undernight players a place to show up. It gives Mbon players, people playing Mbon offline. <laughs> Being able to play a team game offline in front of people just to show off what Gundam can do. That is so amazing for people to have that experience. And just, I'm so glad that Shinobi actually made Climax tonight. Uh, it's no secret, I live in Georgia. I go there every year and I love every time I show up there. And, and, and those of you who are watching the trailer, registration opens on June 3rd. Uh, if you're watching on, in Twitch right now, it's June 3rd in about two hours, East Coast time. So, yeah, the registration is going to uh, open up at midnight Eastern tonight. Um, so, like I said, about two hours. Uh, it is going to have a 600-person cap. So, players... Uh, ten uh, players, viewers, um, six hundred total, um, and I do know that there uh, is going to be the same COVID protocols mm -hmm. this year as there were last year. So you will have to provide proof of vaccination. I believe max masks will be required mm -hmm. in the venue. Were were they last year? Yes. Okay. Very so, much required. So I would assume that that will be the case this year as well. Uh, but definitely uh, follow Knight's Climax on Twitter for all the latest updates on that. Man, whole lot happened. We didn't. Did you get a chance to look at the at any sort of Black Dahlia action? I watched the Black Dahlia exhibition, but did not catch too much of it. From what I can see, Black Dahlia is a very interesting character having a bit of like a mid-range to rush down playstyle with how her gun gun style works with how you have to slowly reload and then you can use it as an I guess like a pseudo assist where you can set yourself up with a pot shot and just do a mid-step as it's falling. That's really interesting to me. I know Sharpie is really looking forward to Black Dahlia. Very God, so. yes. God, yes. That... I, I think at one point she was literally crying during the during the trailer because she is yeah. so happy to have her. Oh yeah, oh. I I those kind of those kind of feeling when a person just gets that character that just clicks with them is so precious. Dude. All right, I, I we've only got like a minute or two left. Um, is, is was there anything else you wanted to touch on real quick before we? before we uh, parted company? Other than uh, watch 
Arc World Tour that's happening soon. That Arc Revo, we didn't even talk about Arc Revo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll say the fest. I'll say the fest. I promise. So, Arc World Tour that is happening starting at Evo. They're going to be qualifier events. If you win, you're in. If you don't, you good luck trying to get in by like other other means. So, other than that, it will be for Guilty Gear Strive and DNF Duel. And then the finals will be happening next year. Personally, this is a cool format for me because I just have to look at who won. And if that person already won, that gets second. So, but it's really interesting that they're going back to the year one format for like CPT or Tekken World Tour where it's just an automatic qualifier than doing like a leaderboard for points or stuff like that. But I know it's still a process. The pandemic is still very much happening right now. So maybe it will turn into that more in the future or maybe having more implementation, maybe auto qualifier plus a leaderboard in the future. I hope that happens, but you just have to wait and see. So, yeah, the only real caveat with that is that because there is no DNF dual tournament at EVO, CEO or CEO Taku, excuse me, is going to be a double qualifier. So mm -hmm. the top two from that event will make it in to uh, to the uh, Arc World Tour final. So I am I am so salty. I almost forgot that. Thank you for covering my butt there. You're fine. Uh, where can people find you on Twitter? So you can find me at, like you see on the type below at Blue for Life four 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 for Life wrestling reference, please. You can also find me on ASTC News. That's where you're going to catch up with all the different types of anime events, news, gameplay videos. There are probably a DNF dual videos happening right now. Stay on this stream. Watch Best of Five. Stay here. And then go watch the video. So do that for me. And then just anytime else, I'm going to be going to CEO. I'll probably be going to EVO. That's still in the plans. So if you see me, say hi. I'm very much... I'm sorry. So you have to come to me first, but then if you say hi, then I will have a conversation. <laughs> All right. Well, Blue, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, appreciate the time. Re really, I really love the work you and your team does uh, with AFGC News. Definitely give them a follow if you have an interest in any of the games we talked about over the last half hour. Even if you don't, you know, it's, it's, it's still cool to keep tabs on it. It's still cool to at least know what's going on. So, they play fighting games. Just play, play fighting, fighting games. games. Blue, thank you very much. Thank Have you. Have a wonderful night. Uh, Good night, Canada. Wait, that's your catchphrase. Goodbye, that's America. You're out of here. You're out of here. Done. Come in here, uh, stealing my my thunder. Jeez, you know I host the guy for like thirty minutes. Give him the opportunity to be on my show. And he, he, he does that to me on the way out. That That's just not cool. That's just not cool. We'll, we'll, we'll settle <laughs> I mean, that, that, that means you have the best writers in the world because they're trying to get your um, trying to get your jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that voice you hear uh, is our other guest for the evening. I'm just waiting for the call to to finish up. Uh, and you are not blue. You are Daryl. Hi, Daryl. 
Hey, I'm Daryl. Hold on. I don't. I don't whoa, there. whoa! Now you're Daryl. Now you're now you're Daryl everywhere. <laughs> that that's a different Twitter um, handle, but yeah, sure. I'm Daryl. What's going on? Uh, how's it going? Uh, for those of you who do not know, let me give you the proper introduction. Joining us is one of the key members of the cli- not the climax of nineteen. I mean, I'm on the team kind of like on and off, but like I, I'm I'm also part of a different team, um, hopefully different on the West. See, see, Blue got me with that good night, Canada. He, he's, he's got me all out of sorts. Um, yeah, you're shook it. I, I, I am shooketh. Shooketh and shooketh. Uh, but from Vortex Gallery, DJ Cream himself, Daryl now. Daryl, how are you doing tonight? Um, it is mad hot out in Cali, but um, yeah, it must be nice to be like in the middle of the evening for you guys. Well, like I'm on, I'm upstairs, so all the hot air rises. Yeah, big so, same. So, 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 so I'm under a little bit of pressure, but it, it is good to see you once again. Thank you for for jumping on with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Nice so, to be here. Thank you for the invite. So, so let's. You know, not everyone uh, watched your first appearance on the show. So so let's retread a little bit of history. Um, can you talk a little bit about how Vortex Gallery came to be? Okay, so Vortex Gallery, um, relatively new brand. Um, a lot of people may remember us as Anime Evo, the group that brought together like a bajillion games as side tournaments at, at um, Evo every year. Um, since the pandemic, um, you know, there's been a lot of like changes with our branding. You, we've moved on to becoming Vortex Gallery so we could run our own um, online tournaments and those have been very successful. Um, got to uh, collaborate with a ton of TOs across the globe to bring a bajillion games across a whole month and now we're back to our roots. We're going back to Evo, and we're bringing the Vortex Gallery name with us. So, so you're going back to Evo, but you're going back in a different capacity than you were than you had in previous years, because you know, back back in the before times, the long ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, Vortex Gallery. Uh, slash anime evo was sort of an umbrella for some of the side tournaments there now oh go ahead i was i was just gonna add yes um i mean there there are people who ran side tournaments um not not collaborating with us and those are like very entrenched communities such as the CVS2 community or Super Turbo community. Like those, those groups, those communities, they all, you know, know each other very per- on a very personal level. And, you know, they don't really need the promotion that we provide to say, hey, there's going to be a Super Turbo um, tournament. Whereas, you know, sometimes, um, especially nowadays, a lot of smaller communities, the ones that are just up and going, the ones that are like super niche, like Sailor Moon, for example, like those, like, those kind of games you don't really see very often, and their communities are pretty small. But w- if they, you know, group up with us, then we give them a, you know, a huger, like a bigger spotlight, 
and maybe a lot more people will pay attention to like the weird like the really niche games like Kianta 2 and Sailor Moon and all those other like weird games like even Puyo Tetris like the, the non-fighting games for example we also like to collaborate with the TOs for them as well like that's one of the things that I really like about Vortex Gallery is that yeah you have the the games you'd expect to be there you know the the your super turbos you know I I know it's sort of not has not been under that umbrella before it is now um mm-hmm. but but you also have the stuff that's kind of a bit out of left field like Kata 2 like like uh Sailor Moon like uh Fist of the North Star like did is there a particular game that's sort of it's close to the heart for you one that you're like okay if I have to run a tournament, if everything else is taken care of, except I have to jump in and run one, which one are you jumping in to run yourself? So for many years, prior to it actually getting a EVO main stage um, selection, it has to be the Undernight series and even the Melty Blood series. Like those two games are what really got me to stay in within the FGC and I always, you know, pay it forward by running the, the side tournaments for uni. And those got really big real quick, despite having like, you know, two, three, four years of UNIL, like the very first, like kind of sketchy revision. Like, it was getting kind of stale, but once like uni, like UNIL and uni clear came out, like the entries skyrocketed to a point where Evo could no longer like you know brush us aside, and we got those um, you know that main stage spotlight. So you know those games. Thankfully, a new generation is stepping up to run those this year, and I'm super glad to um, you know let the new gen, uh, the new generation of TOs. You know some of them coming from online experience, finally showing their chops offline. So I'm really glad to see that. So so what has it been for you like for you um, seeing you know, you you talked about the revisions of Uni helping make that game get that game more quote unquote mainstream popularity. Seeing Melty come up and get more and more um, popularity to the point where it's actually in the main Evo lineup. How has that sort of rise over the last few years been for you? I'm not going to lie, Melty Blood is, like, very left field. Like, even its announcement. It used to be a meme that, like, uh, Tsukihime remake is never going to happen. Therefore, Melty Blood HD is never going to happen. Well, joke's on us. We got those two new games, and they are fantastic to play. So, like, Melty Blood, that was, like, I thought we were going to be playing current code until I grow, like, old and weak. But, I mean, I'm probably still... um, gonna be playing that game but like to see a new melty blood like that we're hitting we're hitting the iron when it's hot with that one as for uni like yeah it kind of makes sense that uni have to go back to the side tournament area to make room for melty blood but honestly like with climax tonight being just you know recently announced and registration goes up tomorrow or within a couple hours actually yeah like i expect tonight 
like continue the momentum. Yeah, I expect that game to carry the momentum that it had in 2019, 2020, and like carry that over to Climax and Night this year. So let's, and Evo, honestly, yeah, <laughs> and Evo, and and there's so much going on under the Vortex Gallery banner, especially now that you have sort of an official partnership with Evo. How can you, like, I, I'm not going to ask you to violate any NDAs or anything like that, but can you, can you share a little bit about how that came about and, you know, what that partnership means for people who are going to attend? Okay. So... Um, with new ownership of Evo, Rickster has contacted us, you know, privately saying, hey, he wants to do, like, he, he noticed our work with the BYOC, um, maybe, like, he just kind of want to, like, integrate us into the fold and, like, you know, just help manage that entire, um, area, because honestly, that's what we do, like, with the exception of, like, you know, a few select communities, like, now this year, if you're going to run a side tournament at Evo, talk to us first, and then we'll get you you know, the appropriate amount of space. Um, we'll try to schedule you because that's going to be a big issue by the time um, the pull assignments for official Evo pull assignments happen. That's when the side tournament, like, TOs be like, oh, I kind of want to run uh, this game because it conflicts with this game on Friday, so I want to do it on Saturday, stuff like that. So instead of having, you know, uh, the majority of the games uh, be... Uh, be handled by us is going to be all the games handled by by us and like if you're going to be if you're a to just talk to us we'll get your we'll like we'll make sure that your game is going to be you know present at evo and then yeah honestly like we just announced our first wave of games like a lot of those tos have been screened approved a lot of them have worked with us or we're very aware of their previous work as tos and it was a very smooth process so we have a you know a batch of what, like 20 something games already like confirmed and then we're constantly adding new games like today we added like dengeki bunko fighting climax so yeah that's kind of like how you know we're gonna be handling evo and like thankfully like rick has promised us space for all these side tournaments because before i felt really bad taking up the entirety of the byoc area because the, that place was you know originally designed to um, facilitate like casual play and now there's going to be casual play area and a side tournament area for us to handle our business. So this is, so Vortex Gallery announced, has announced the first wave of games. It's starting to get into the second wave of games that are going to be part of the lineup. I might not have everything listed. You know, I, I don't think I have uh, Dengeki Bunko on this list. Let me... Yeah, we just announced that today. So, like, what's going to happen is that we have this wave one that you probably have, you know, somewhere on a slide. And then this past, like, weekend, we've added two new games. And those games are Dengeki Bunko and um, and Gundam versus Embon. Okay, so Gundam, Gundam I do have, so it's just Dengeki that I'm missing from this list. Let's go over uh, the list so far. Yeah, sure. CVS2. Catherine. Which one? Both of them. 
Catherine yes. Classic and Catherine Full Body. We've got Chaos Code, New Sign of Catastrophe. Uh, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax Ignition. So if you want to call uh, Ryuji Sweep Assist, that's the game. That like, I wanted to pick that that game up and just play Taiga. I don't know. Taiga's good. She she's she's buffer in this version than the vanilla version. There. I just, I gotta wait for for it to go back on sale. Uh, Eternal Final Fighter Zero. Fight of animals. Can, can like. Like, how, how many people do you expect to see for Fight of Animals? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot there. See, this is not my expertise, but I'm very sure, at least if you are a will-it-kill like aficionado, you know the name But69, I'm very sure at least he will show up. <laughs> they will show up? I don't even know. I haven't met the person. They will show up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, butts, if, if you've got But69 in your tournament... I think that's basically you. You've got it made. Uh, yeah. But fi- but fight of animals. Uh, you've got guilty gear uh, in Rev Two and uh, AC Plus R. So mm-hmm. so double your guiltiness. Jackie Chan on top of Strive being yeah, and Strive being in the main event. Jackie Chan in Fists of Fire. We've got a Jackie Chan side tournament at Evo. Fun fun fact about Jackie Chan. So, like, our old website, like, our FAQ had, like, a, a thing where it's like, oh, how can I, you know, do a tournament at um, Anime Evo, for example, right? And, like, since the very first year, I've always used Jackie Chan as, like, the example game I would put in that FAQ answer. So it took, geez, like eight years, but we finally got Jackie Chan at Evo, baby. It, it, I, I was, I was shocked that it's happening, but I am so glad it's happening. Uh, we've got Marvel two, and Marvel versus Capcom two. Uh, Melty Blood, uh, actress again. Because you've got uh, Type Lumina in the main event. So you've got Double Melty in uh-huh. Vegas. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, EX Versus. Uh, Soul Calibur 6. Street Fighter Alpha 3. You've got some Super Turbo. You've got Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Tohoko. Uh, the Toho. He's so. He he's that. Please say it for me. He's so tensoku. He's so tensoku. I should know that. He oh, he's so tensoku. It was it was a combo breaker. It was there. And, uh, I typed it out for the schedule. <laughs> I took Japanese for two years. I forgot most of it, but I took it. That's look at my transcript in high school. It's there. <laughs> Ultra Fight Da Kianta 2 and of course Uniclear rounding things off as of now I say as of now um, how how long are you accepting entries uh, if, if someone says man 
I really want to run a Sailor Moon tournament. How, how, how do people make that happen? All right. I don't have the official date on me right now. I should have, you know, get my notes prepped. But I'm pretty sure at least for the majority of June, we're still accepting volunteers for specifically TOs for new games that they want to add to the line. So if you are said, um, I don't know, Sailor Moon TO and you have the experience or you've worked with us in the past, then, yeah, just hit us up. The volunteer form is at our official website, um, 956pro.moe, and then follow all the links there. Um, you can also check out our Twitter for links to said volunteer sheets. Yeah, and that is at 956productions, which I am going to add to the chat right now. I'll also add, I want to see more goofy games, like stuff that you never see at, like, FGC tournament. Like, like if you're actually serious about it, like, bro, just show up with, like, I don't know, some DDR requests or something. Like, um, some weird PS1 fighter that we haven't seen yet. Like, like some off-the-wall, like, you know, like, why are they doing this? Because I feel like every year we've always stuck the... Why are they running this game? And it was, and it's always because we can. So I want to I want to say that again this year. Like I am, like I was in mystery at Combo Breaker, the, the, you know, this past weekend. There's quite a few that I would not mind seeing some people just sort of run. Like like, like there was this one I played it on stream and I'm blanking on the name, but the all of the characters, they didn't have names. They were just named after their, their fighting style. So there was like Jeet Kune Do, boxing. Bro, uh, is that like the, the ultimate warrior freaking fighting game? No, it wasn't like UFC or anything like that. It was real. Like, it was right around that was the time that I, was starting to pick up steam. Was like what PS1. was that one TV show? Oh, it was PS1. Oh, I don't know that one then. I'll I'll have to I'll have to go on the on the stream archive and try and figure it out. That, yeah, because I feel like, like I also like I I've done Combo Breaker before once, and I like you know those mystery game tournaments. Those are rife with you know potential like WTF kind of like game moments. Like I know when I played it that one year, I played like NFL Blitz and Tony Hawk Pro Skater among other things. Like. I, I am, you know what sent me to loser's bracket? Sid Meier's what Pirates. Yo! I, I, didn't, I didn't even know there was know a versus was, in there. You could even do two players in that game. Like, like, like okay, this is like, okay, I'm a ship. Okay, I'm dead. That's basically <laughs> how it works. Well, is it, is it like the Bushido blade of like pirate ships? Like, is that what happened? You got like one and done. Like, like, like I won the first game simply because he kept running into the into the beach and he couldn't figure out how to how to <laughs> turn him. As soon as he figured out driving, it was done. I I was cooked. <laughs> oh man, but but yeah, we I I expect to see some other goofy stuff uh, i expect to see a lot of other non-goofy stuff too because there's probably a few tournaments that i would expect someone to 
jump in and say, yeah, I want to run this. So uh, 956productions.moe, vortexgallery.moe, twitter.com slash 956productions uh, to, to find all of the information about Vortex Gallery. Uh-oh, not Moe. 956.productions. Not 956productions.moe. I apologize. Thank Thanks you, for the clarification. Uh, That's our webmaster. Shibarizu in the chat. Thank you for thank you for running anything everything you do. Um man, ah, man. I, I, I'm still salty over Sid Meyer Pirates. <laughs> I like, do it like there's dude the, the the mystery game is the mystery game tournament is magical because you get mad over playing a game that you didn't know existed 10 <laughs> minutes prior it's so so good <laughs> like like you're like oh man this game this game looks kind of this game looks kind of cool five minutes later this game's so yeah right <laughs> Table flip emoji. <laughs> I would not be surprised if there were an actual table flip game at at uh, uh, next year's mystery game. Uh, you know, you know, f- fun fact: like this this past weekend, I didn't make it a combo breaker, so I went to um, Fanime, which is an anime convention in NorCal. And the best part is like their arcade room had like a line of arca- like you know fighting game cabs, and nearby is the table flipping arcade game. So. Anytime somebody gets super salty, I can see them walk to the table flip game and just like let their frustrations out in clear view. It's so great. Man, I kind of wish that made it over to uh, to the uh, arcade that we had, but that's okay. You know, the, the, <laughs> there's always something to aim for next year. Uh, I'm just going to say, that was great floor design. Oh, man. Uh, where can people find more about you all right so i'm dj cream um honestly i only have like one socials and that's um at daryl bunow on twitter um but if you want to follow some of my other projects we also have uh, the 956 crew also have a youtube channel where you can watch us uh, watch previous episodes of our podcast um our latest one happens to be the reveal show actually no the most recent one is we, uh, our boy Shibaruzu in chat has commissioned a VR like venue uh, for fighting game fans. And he did a little like MTV Cribs walk around through that. So if you want to check that out, um, go to our YouTube channel. What is it? Like 956 Productions at YouTube. So yeah, come, like, come check that out. Um, check out our previous podcasts. Uh, we talked um we talked mostly about evo this past couple episodes and a lot of them are a lot of fun so if you want to have something to work uh download best of e first and download the, our podcast called the to desk all right i'll throw the link into uh that's the youtube channel link in chat i'll throw it in on the youtube version right about here or is it there? I forget which corner it pops up in. So it's either it's either on your left or, or my right. 
So, but but no, it will be just OS it. Yeah, just click both corners. Just 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 face roll over the entire screen. And yeah, uh, if you have a tablet, just like mash your screen right now. Just With act both like hands. Act like you're a two year old watching some baby shark. Just go. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. <laughs> you're gonna get there eventually. Soon oh. to be dad like. Oh man, I am. <laughs> baby so shark's sc- about to see a lot more views. God, I am so scared and so excited and so scared and so excited and so scared. In that order. Nice. It's like, you know, going to your first tournament. (laughs) First tournament, (laughs) I went 0-2. I can't afford to go 0-2 here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but man, Daryl, thank you so much for hopping on, spending some time with us, uh, with me. Like I said, thanks for the invite. I love it. (laughs) You're welcome. Anytime you want to come on, just we'll, we'll kick Elon off and, probably kick me off too and you know you could just take over the show <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm not a stand-up comedian but like you know i'll, I'll figure some sort of like com- comedy bit out i guess uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give you like seven or eight minutes for for a stand-up set how about that that or i'll i'll do like some sort of like fgc tutorial on like i don't know some random character from a random kuso gay uh, that that'll be probably more in line with what this show provides. Man, there is actually, and I swear to goodness, uh, Idolism J, who I see sometimes in chat, actually did a primer on Toy Fighter that helped that helped me and Alan appreciate when, when that <laughs> was on stream at Combo Break It this weekend. So, so whatever, whatever game you want to do, it's going to help somebody. So. All right. All right. Cool, that, cool. When 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 the One Piece TCG comes out later this year, I'll, the, I'll have something planned out then. There we go. Re- live reveal on Best of Five. All right, Daryl, thank you so much for for joining me. And I wanted to say join us, but there's only one of me. <laughs> All right, take it easy. Oh. All right, later. Take care. Yeah. I'm just glad he didn't do the Good Night Canada. Um. But that's going to do it for Best of Five. Uh, thank you for everyone who spent some time with us this week. Like I said, if we saw you at Evo or at Combo Breaker, my mind is fried. I need sleep. Uh, you know, we appreciate the love. Uh, everyone who watches us, who subscribes to us, retweets our stuff, watches us on YouTube, listens to us on soundcloud or whatever other uh podcast platform you choose we appreciate it we hope we put on a show that you enjoy um ilan should be back next week so we will be back to normal we'll be diving more into the street fighter 6 trailer as well as any other news that gets revealed between now and then uh until then thank you for joining us this is ace king offsuit saying good night canada